0: Uh, My mother would say, thank you, each and every one of you, for coming here today. She had a connection with each and every one of you. But she would also say, what's all this fuss about? (laughs) Just get on with it. (laughs) We started the new cycle in Shas this week. And right in the beginning of this first Mesechte in the whole of Shas, it talks about suffering, which is so apropos. And it brings in the, the fact that uh, in Ashrei, there is a verse missing. If Ashrei is from Aleph Beis Gimel, cross then the nun is missing. The posuk nun is missing. And the question in the Gemara says, why in Psalm 145, Ashrei, should that posuk be missing? By the way, in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it isn't. And it's the posuk that begins with the letter nun. And Re- Re- Yohanan says, if ne ma lo ne ma nun ba Ashrei, why don't we mention the posuk that's associated with the letter nun in Ashrei, because it contains an allusion to the downfall of Klal Yisrael. And this is the posuk. She has fallen and will no longer rise, the maiden of Israel. She will no longer rise. Oh, dear mother. Mum, you teach me even after you've departed this physical incarnation. Over the last year of Kaddish saying, it's so ironic that because of you, I had to return to the daily Thrice minion routine, having had difficulty with the bush bush, as you called it. <laughs> now forced by halachic requirements, a repetitive, obsessive incantation that was to become the focal point of each day. I once clocked up nine kadeishim on a Shabbos morning in my walkabout from shul to shul, of which five were rabbonan Kardashian. It was as if I felt with each one you would soar higher. Yet now in this last month, both Eugene and I fell silent as we endured the unbearable place of listening without participating, unable for the first time to express our grief. Rabbinic wisdom with this silent 12th month of velus has forced us to move from grief to mourning. To move from grief to mourning is to move from a place of sheer loss to a place of acknowledging the loss and mourning the permanence of the loss. It can't be fixed, but also it creates a space in mourning for you to make sacred the pain, so the rest of your life is transformed by it. It allows the possibility of a future without you. Once I violated the rules of Avelis, but I know you would have approved my attending Chana performance at a pa- piano recital. You would have appreciated her delicate touch and mastery of the complexity of harmonies a week before her bat mitzvah. Your insistence on dovening with earphones plugged in to my recording of Shabbos Shacharis was paradigmatic of your own core struggle between kavanah and keva, halakha and veikut, law and narrative, that infuses my work and spiritual landscape. Your Prussian demands on your own body and spirit continue to prod me and fuel my own inner critic. Your drive and refusal to allow yourself peace of mind drives my own turmoil. As you once answered Rav Hillel, who asked you, what do you want from life? And in one word you said, shalva, so elusive, You never achieved it. You never allowed yourself that luxury of shalva. Now you have shalva. From the torment of those nights of incessant coughing. Shalva from your refusal to give in to your failing frame, your ataxia, your precious eyesight. Those infusions and proddings and pokings and the agony of lying next to another patient wailing and screaming. And the indignity of your being examined in public, al al and shalva from your sense of guilt for the past, and shalva from the pachad laila as Rochelle climbed into your hospital bed during the night and held you tight for hours and hours as you sensed the ending. What is a stone? A tombstone, it is a marker. Here lies Esther Unger, born Esther Sargon. a permanent reminder of your life's journey. Bearing a simple acrostic for your royal name, you would have been mortified by any kind of flattery. So he made it simple, like you would have wished. Four lines that will give your descendants a glimpse, a capsule of your holy personality. How can four lines, after all, do justice to the immense presence and influence you had on our lives? How can these four short, pithy statements reflect the majesty, grandeur, leadership and inspiration you had in our lives? How do they convey your ever-loving embraces, your hugs, your tolerance and bestowing of blessings to all who came into contact with you? We will return here for inspiration and guidance. We know you are etched in our hearts and memory. Every Kaddish was less about theology or doxology and more about, I love you, Mum. I love you, Mum." Transferring the pain from the heart to the, be burned into the flesh of memory. Never will we forget you, our beloved mother, grandmother, great-grandmother and matriarch of the family. Never have you been out of our thoughts. Never do we do anything, whether advise or counsel, without a moment to reflect on what you might have done. We are sure that you, Becky, David, and Ray, have left (coughs) this part of this world so soon with each other that you are storming heaven. And true to your character, you will not let the Rabboni Shalom off the hook. You will be grabbing, albeit reverently, Kaviochel by his lapels and demanding, as you did down here, why the Gula has not arrived. How much more blood must be spilled for him to awaken? He claimed, Hinei lo yonum velo yishon shomer Yisrael. Why is the Sotan allowed to roam with impunity, wreaking havoc as always? You are now clothed in majesty as you were born, as your namesake, Batilbash Esther Malchus, your life's work, your achievements, forever written, Beseyfer hakaim, And now you have joined, as the Zoya says, Malchus, the Shechina HaKdosha, like Queen Esther did, in your eternal repose as our Melitz Yosha. In Shalva rest, our dearest mum. We love you forever. We will never forget you delicate violin fingers forever etched in our hearts and we are drowning in your tears.